everybody, back to Red Wine and Mystery Stories, the hottest podcast on the internet, me thinks. What do you say? Um, sure, we'll go with that. Yeah, why not? Why, why are you laughing at my, 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 my I'm, I'm laughing at your having to do a take two. Oh, well, sorry. We're not, we're not pros here. Uh, we're still trying to figure this stuff out. We're not, uh. We're not radio jockeys. We're not um, shock yes. jocks here as, at uh, Red White Mystery Stories. As evidenced by the every time we do one of these, you have to try and figure out how you can hear me again. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, technology is hard. I'm, it is. I'm Right now, I'm in outer space. I'm in my, um, like my space lab hovering over planet Earth. <laughs> Yes, coming to us via satellite. Yes, I'm hot on the trail of uh, UFOs. I just like um, one of my like my I'm in a UFO club, and they were they wanted to take me up to space to see if I can find some UFOs. So we're up here. We haven't found any yet though, but um, we saw a comet. <laughs> careful of the probes. <laughs> I know. It's I mean it's part of the job. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing I can do about it. That's but what the you know what? calls for. <laughs> if it saves the planet, I'm okay with it. I'll take one for I'll take one for Team Earth. Shout out to Team Earth. <laughs> oh God! All I so can anyway, think of, all I can think of is sitting out at Chili's and having you say something about somebody just needs to throw her a bone. Yes. All right. Uh, if, if you want to know that story, uh, tweet us at Rewind Mystery. Yeah. And I'll tell you that story. But um. Yep. If it, if you're new to the podcast world of uh, Red White Mystery Stories, I'm Patrick. I'm done. And who who do I have the pleasure of of um, beaming my message to planet Earth with? As always, Jill Buck. Yes, and where where are you tonight? Are you in your mystery uh, den, as as we I, previously you know what? called it? Um, I think I'm in my conspiracy cove right now. Oh, you're on the cove. You uh, decided Ooh. to like go to the cove this week. Yeah, it's a beautiful day, so it was a um, good time for the cove. Yeah, you wanted to, um, like, you know, just, soak like, up chill, the sun. Soak <laughs> up the sun, dodge, like, um, genetic modified sharks. Yes. <laughs> yep. And, and, I don't know, other weird happenings, like um, <laughs> gigantic monkeys. <laughs> sure. Nessie, maybe, maybe Nessie. Oh, did you, did you see that, um... They they supposedly have a new like hot pick of Nessie, yeah, the Loch Ness you, monster. Didn't you send that to me? Yeah, and you and said something you, about we're finally going to get to the bottom of it. Yeah, and you know, are we finally going to get to the bottom of it, or is that picture just fucking hogwash? Because it's like it looks like someone took a picture from like eight miles away. Yeah, and I'm sorry, but it looks like they took that picture on a fucking flip phone. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> that I, picture was on a phone that came out of, like, the early 2000s. Yeah, it still fucking, like, cracks me up. Like, fucking toddlers have fucking smartphone technology, and they can take, like, amazing photographs and, like, slow motion video and all this crazy stuff. They can do, like, weird 3D technology, all this crazy stuff that you would never imagine, like, in our lifetime. But we still get, like, grainy-ass fucking pictures of Nessie. So, like, yep. it's a girl. Yep. Just fucking get a good pick. Get a hot pick of Nessie. Send it to me. We'll analyze it with our CSI team. We have like a whole like we have a whole crew. We should call in Captain Disillusion. He's good at that shit. Yeah, who's Captain Disillusion? Um, he's got a YouTube channel and he um basically debunks uh hoaxes that are online like oh. videos and shit that people yeah. are like, Oh, look at this. How could this be possible? And he's like, Well, the person that uploaded it did this and this and this. 
to make this fake video. <laughs> they went on they went on Snapchat and did the fucking Harry Potter filter. That's yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, it's great. He's he's quite hilarious and I got to say there's one episode that anytime I think about it makes me crack up like to an, a disproportional amount um just because of the way he says something. It's like this video of an alligator somewhere and he says something like because um, he's like breaking down the various video techniques that the person oh. used to make. Oh, is this the giant alligator on the golf course? I think so. Yes. <laughs> and he's like, he separates out things and he's like, and this isn't possible because alligator too big. And it's like so hilarious. <laughs> it's, it's like, it, there's no reason for it to be as funny as it is. But I seriously laughed so hard I couldn't stop laughing. And Jay was just looking at me like I was a freak show. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about because um, that picture of an alligator, it looks like a fucking Mack truck just, like, walking across a golf course. Yeah. And you're like, that's not a fucking alligator. Like, someone just, like, I don't know, like, took, a like, a screen cap of Spider-Man fucking 3 or something. Right. With, like, the lizard or whatever one has a lizard in it. I don't fucking know anymore. Yeah, There's, like, 17,000 Spider-Mans now. Yeah. <laughs> There's too many fucking Spider-Mans. <laughs> too many. Cut, yeah, like cut I was down, a child baby. and all I wanted was a Spider-Man movie. Now we have too many, too many, yep. too many. See, see what happens when you make a wish. Things yes, get out I, of you know, what? I was I was like eight years old. I was just looking at my window one night, just like looking for UFOs. But I saw I saw a shooting star, and I said, "Hey, it's a shooting star." And then my mom's like, "Hey, you know what? When you see a shooting star, you need to make a wish." And I said, "You know what, mom?" I wish for a lot of Spider-Man movies. And, and I got did. my fucking wish. Yeah. See so it's all my fault, girl. Us. See <laughs> yes. what you've done to us, Patrick. Yes. The Marvel but, Cinematic Universe is all my fault. Yeah. <laughs> is that a good thing but, or a bad thing? I don't know. We'll find out. We'll we'll find out. I mean, to I be do announced. love Iron Man and shit, so yeah, can't but, fault you for all of it. Yeah, but there's a fucking, there's way too much now. There's way too, like, I blank and like 18 fucking Marvel movies come out. And a TV show, so and right. a fucking like a uh, direct to DVD something. I don't even know anymore. Yeah, that's true. But I gotta yeah. say, I do very much enjoy a lot of the Marvel movies. And that is true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so shout out to them. Shout out to maybe them. It, right. maybe it has to do with the casting of hunky men, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, they go to like um, they just mold men out of clay and just make. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then do you know what? Like, do you know what's even funny though is. These people, they're, these actors are so busy doing Marvel movies, they never do anything else. That's okay by me. <laughs> All right. But it's like, you know, I, I'm Chris Helmsworth. I want to do other movies. And it's like, no, you got to do fucking, you got to be Thor for the next fucking 27 years of your life. And oh, like, my God. I... <laughs> Have you seen that stupid thing on Facebook where it gives like a picture of um, a different like Avengers character um, for each month? And it says, whichever your birth month month is that's your like avengers hero or whatever yes, yes. um january totally thor which i kind <laughs> of find ridiculously appropriate considering i'm you know swedish horny for thor <laughs> yeah and you're well, here first horny yeah. for thor. <laughs> <laughs> he is adorable I, I i would cut the hair though he looks better with short hair um oh like, yeah in, and uh oh. ragnarok or whatever the fuck it was called well, I was thinking like the female Ghostbusters, but yeah, that works too. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 Lady Busters, yeah. Shout, Lady out, Busters, shout out to yes. uh, 
He um, was great in that. It was Kristen hilarious. Wiig, who's in that movie? Yes. I forget. Yes, she was. Kristen Wiig was in that movie and a bunch of other awesome ladies. And yeah. I, I personally Slimer. thought the movie was fantastic, especially because they weren't trying to remake the old one. They were doing something completely new. And I Yeah, it, it takes place in an alt reality where the yeah. Ghostbusters didn't exist. Yes, and I appreciate it so much yeah so let's let's get well. let's do let's ladyfy everything because we have like an oceans 11 with like chicks coming out and uh that's right we do i don't know maybe we can get like um i don't know what's it like 12 angry men or something maybe we get like 12 angry ladies who knows 12 hmm. wasn't there like a movie about like like a boardroom no it's um it, it has to do with a jury because it's 12 oh. people on a jury. Yeah. And it was from a time frame when it was only men because women didn't count enough to be on a jury. Um, but they were arguing. Basically, it's the entire thing is the deliberations of the all jury right, well, in the... Well, let's get an all-lady 12 angry men. And, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe one of them will bring, like, a fun pie. Like a, like a funfetti cake. <laughs> like, I brought cake! <laughs> that sounds so stereotypical. I don't know if I should be offended or laugh. Uh, you should laugh because you know for a fact that one of them is going to bring a fucking fun fetty cake. Because I... Hold on, hold on. Hot scoop. Hot fucking scoop. <laughs> I have worked... I was, like, the only male in, like, an all-lady department of, like, 30 women, including you. And how much fucking, like, pastries did we have on a fucking daily basis? I'm sorry. No, no. Most of those were purchased for birthdays. I know because I was, at one point, the chairman of the birth birthday committee, and we were required to do shit like that. So a lot of those were actually purchased from like Shaw's. Nobody made those. Um, <laughs> no, hold on. We definitely had fucking like homemade stuff every day. We had like cookies and shit and we had fucking. Uh... Yeah, when I made them. Am I that woman? Am I the woman that would bring the fucking no, 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 no. We We had a fucking, we had a cookie party, like an actual fucking cookie party. But we oh, that was, a, that was around Christmas. It was a cookie, cookie swap. That's a whole like big thing that was catching on at that time. Well, and that wasn't just our department. That was like a bunch of departments, and I saw a bunch of men bring cookies, so shh. Well, out of the whole building, there was like 12 men, 12 angry men, <laughs> and 72 hungry women. <laughs> and yet, our bathroom was the furthest away from us. Yes, shout out, shout out to like, well, you know what though? Hold on. You definitely peed in the men's room. Um, after hours, yeah, when it was yeah, just us hours. in the building, because I'm sorry. Cinemax I, after dark. Yeah, well, because I'm sorry, I had the chance of running into, what, you or Dave? And yeah, I Dave. didn't find either of those prospects negative. So. Yeah, um, so we, yeah, like, um, Dave and I, I don't even know who Dave is, but we just walked around with, like, our Oh, my God, he's the one that Susie <laughs> used to watch and count how many times we went to the bathroom because he was always Oh, yeah, Dave. Oh, yeah. Yes! Shout out to Dave. I don't want to use Call his last name because <laughs> maybe he'll someday follow us, and I don't want that on there. But... Tweet us at uh, Red White Mystery, and we'll, um, I don't know, we'll have you on, and we can talk Please. about, like, we can talk about, like, our, like, urinary tract infections or something. Oh, I don't my know. God. <laughs> no, he just drank more water than you. He was, like, constantly drinking water. He had that big, like, metal, like, water bottle thing, and he always oh, like brought it around. <laughs> yeah, he had, like, a giant, like, water bottle that he carried around with him sometimes, so he was always making pee trips to the bathroom. Yeah, like a, like a Donkey Kong barrel of water. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He just, like, hauled it around on his back, you know. Yeah. Us. Uh, <laughs> all right. Do, do you think we should get into a mystery? Yes. Do you think it's time? I, I, do, think, do, I think it's time. Do you think the world is ready to get into what 
Like, I'm excited about this one, because this is kind of like, it's an urban legend, but there might be some truth to it, but there's also some history to it. So we're going to get in, like, history and mystery. And there is a Supernatural episode based on Ooh, it, which yeah. anybody, any fans of Supernatural, the TV show, come join us because you may hear me reference it a lot. <laughs> yeah, unbuckle your pants, gals, because we are going to talk about Bloody Mary. Yes, we are. <laughs> yes. And so... um, the whole unbuckle your pants, girls, before saying Bloody Mary brings a whole different twist to it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like an M. Night Shyamalan movie. <laughs> <laughs> what a twist. <laughs> All right. So picture yourself. You're like 11-ish years old. You're riding on the back of the school bus with your middle school bros. And one of them brings up a, a spooky story. Uh, a story involving someone they, they know who knows someone they know who attempted this brave act. And, like, lost a goddamn finger or a limb or they got, like, scratched in the face or something. Like, you definitely had those fucking stories, right? Oh, like all the child. time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You heard, like, a 27 different versions. Like, oh, yeah, my fucking cousin went into the mirror and said Bloody Mary three times. And then she appeared and, like, fucking scratched his face. And then, like, someone else lost, like, a finger. Someone else, like, lost a toe. Yep. Somebody always had the, like, horror story that she came out, like, wielding an axe and she was chasing yeah. them around the house and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so like this, this is crazy. So like, like, all right. Before we, before we get any further, have you ever done like Have you ever done the act of Bloody Mary? Have you actually gone into the bathroom and done it? Um, I can't remember if I actually did it, but I distinctly remember being at at least one sleepover where, um, we talked about it a lot, and I think I think we all went into the bathroom and had somebody do it, but I don't think I ever did it. I've never fully done it. I've I have gone into the bathroom. I didn't light a candle. I kept the light on, mm -hmm. but I said Bloody Mary twice, and then I paused for a minute. And you know, Patrick's paranoia like took the best of me. It, like of shut course. me down. And I was like, I am not fucking saying it for the third time, girls. No, no. <laughs> so I'm still alive. But uh, but then it's just like, all right. <laughs> if if this was an actual thing, like we would hear about it all the fucking. Yeah, I feel like you'd hear about like kids like being dismembered in the news and stuff a lot more yeah but then like sometimes you hear about like missing missing kids and like there's like no that's true and i gotta say too like i'll i in my experience a lot of people do the do just what you did they do the they say it twice and then they kind of freak themselves out and they just stop yes so i don't know this is kind of weird so i don't know i, I kind of want to get into it so like i mean there's movies based on it like there's like an urban legend you know like the urban legend movie series Yes. So there's like Urban Legend 3 is based on Bloody Mary. There's Candyman, mm -hmm. which is kind of like loosely based on it. Um, but Yeah, it's very similar. Yeah. Oh, there's there's um, lots of uh, TV shows that delve into it. Obviously Supernatural. Yes. Um, however, there's also a spinoff of it with South Park, but it's not Bloody Mary. It's Biggie Smalls. Yeah, I was just going to say, <laughs> it's a rapper, but then you just drop his name. So, like, you say Biggie Smalls' name three times, and he, like, he shows up, and he, like, shoots you or something, right? <laughs> yeah, and it was the, um, you know, the devil was having a big, like, sweet 1600 party or something. Yeah. And um, Biggie Smalls got... Um, so Butters summoned him, and he, he was, like, chasing Butters around because he was pissed off that he was missing his, like, flight to the party or some shit. <laughs> so Butters, like, flies him out to L.A., 
and they get there and then like Stan's dad summons him so he ends up back in fucking <laughs> South Park <laughs> and then Butters goes into the restroom or whatever and like looks in the mirror and goes Biggie Smalls Biggie Smalls Biggie Smalls and he pops up and he's like right in the middle of the party and he's like oh yeah so he's all happy and he's like he doesn't care anymore <laughs> It's great. Uh, shout out to that show. Shout out to South Park for always like being relevant, just always shaking ground. <laughs> they they are rather fantastic. I do enjoy it. Yeah, and they're still fucking going strong. Like they're definitely gonna like outlive the Simpsons. I think. Ooh, that's like a strong statement, but you could be right there. But I, and I mean mostly in a quality way, and not a quantity way. I no, I can see that. I I can totally see that because well. I mean, I feel like The Simpsons, they're kind of running out of stuff to do because they're constrained by a lot with the premise yeah. of the show. Ooh, but Matt Groening has a new um, show coming out. About castles or something? I haven't really looked at it much, but I saw something about it coming out, and I'm really fucking excited. All right, hot scoop, hot scoop. I know, I don't even know if I'm supposed to talk about this, but I'm, I don't even fucking give a shit. <laughs> All right, so I know someone who <laughs> um, worked on the Futurama project, like the the last Futurama. Uh, shout out to one of my friends. I'm not going to say her name just in case like she's like legally bound. But she told me about the new Matt Graydon project like four years ago. And she uh, all she told me was that it involves castles. <gasps> so I don't know. Well, so I'm guessing medieval times, maybe? I'm kind of wondering if it's kind of like a takeoff on the episode of um, Futurama where they're they go into Cornwood, which is Bender's like alternate reality. Ooh, yeah! Shout out to alternate realities. It, it's uh, like definitely it's yeah, like, like a... Dungeons and Dragons yeah. based. <laughs> that would be so awesome. Uh, we'll find out. Um, stay tuned. Stay tuned to Adult Swim. I don't know who knows where we're there. We don't know. I, Netflix. Yeah, I don't know where it, what, what where it's coming out, but um, definitely keep an eye out because um, Matt Groening projects are kind of like awesome. Yeah, watch the skies. <laughs> yeah, definitely watch the skies. Right. I'm sure there will be some like advertisement there. Yeah, there'll be a skywriter <laughs> <laughs> yep. making chemtrail signs, telling you to watch it on Fox or something. You'll beam it down from whatever space station you're on currently. Yeah, on a mare. The one that crashes into Massachusetts and like and kills, like the alternate reality version of me because when I'm flying into Earth, I get like langoliered. Oh, and I go to, like I go to like another place. <laughs> Shout out to Stephen King, langoliers. Oh my God, yeah. that is the fucking name of it. I was trying to think of the name of that movie like months ago when we were watching. You should have just called me. You should have said, "What's the name of that Stephen King movie with Bronson Pinchot and he's in a plane?" And I always said. The Langoliers. Well, I, and then see, you said thank been, you. It wouldn't have been. And then I want to send you a picture that. of uh, David Duchovny with a teacup on his dick. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes, and that it would be a beautiful thing. <laughs> That's how ninety-seven percent of our conversations go. You ask a question, I answer it. You say thank you, <laughs> then I send a picture of David Duchovny with a teacup on his dick. <laughs> Which makes my day even brighter. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, it's, it's like um, like what time is the sun gonna rise? Seven p.m. What time? Uh, Seven a.m. What time is the David Duchovny? <laughs> Teacup on a dick pic and I come 7.22 a.m. Exactly. And I got to say, um, my my description of the movie when I was would be hypothetically asking you what the name of it was would not be nearly as concise as the description you just gave. It would have been something like, hey, what's that Stephen King movie with the plane and the Aurora Borealis and the weird balls with teeth? I would have said the Langoliers. <laughs> <laughs> See, you would have gotten it. I said that to Jay and he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, about. oh, it? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, I have no idea what movie you're talking about. I was like, you need to watch more Stephen uh, King, damn it. 
cut my life into oh my pieces. God. This is my last resort. <laughs> um, Patrick, um, yes. I, I may have tried to break my nephew yesterday in a hypothetical sense. Um, so he was in his swing in the backyard. So I've been watching him on Wednesdays. And he, we were in the backyard, and he was in his swing, and I was pushing him in the swing, and he was pointing up at the sky, and he kept saying moon. And I was like, no, the moon's not out yet, buddy. And then I turned around, and I realized, like, it was out. You know, you could see the moon. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, damn. that is the moon. Really good job, Mason. Good for you. You see the moon. That's great. And I, I seriously said, M-O-O-N, that spells moon. And I went, oh, oh dear God, what have I done? <laughs> Hold on, hold on. This ties in. Do you want to know what my first word was? Yes. Moon. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> Am I the character? What was his name in the stand? I forget his name already. Um. I was gonna Tom say Collins. Stu, no. Oh, Tom yeah. Collins. No. Collins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say Stu, but that was um Gary Sinise. <laughs> yeah, Stu was the guy that was friends with him, or well, yeah. Nick was, but Stu was too. Yeah. Shout out to Stu, and shout out to Molly Ringwald, and. Everybody, everybody in that movie, except for um, the, the Larry. Like Larry, kind of sucked. Oh. Larry, Larry's good in the book, but Larry sucks in the TV movie. No, you know what? I I agree with that statement. I agree with that statement. <laughs> you have a very good. Point. All right. So anyway, back to point. fuck Mary Kill. Fuck Mary oh, Kill. God. All right. Larry in the book. Larry in the TV movie, mm-hmm. and um, Tom Cullen. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, Tom Cullen, I'm sorry. I got to kill him because oh, I can't marry or fuck him. Like, what? He, I'm sorry. He's, it, it, I feel like, what? Fucking him would be like a, a, a sex crime. No, it would not be a sex crime. Yes. You know, you know that he's got a big dick. Look at him. Just fucking look at Tom yeah, Cullen. No, you know he's got a fucking no. monster. No, that's not. I'm sorry, but that has nothing to do with what pleasures are. Oh, woman. it looks. I have to say, you know, it looks like a fucking an Athena dildo. His dick right now. Look at the little fucking ridge edges and shit. Those little like pointy things that come off it. And no, I gotta say, mm, no, there is such a thing as too big and ow, no. Um, <laughs> um so I, I have to kill him. Um, so wrong answer, wrong answer. Oh, fuck you. Um, I, I would probably, I'd probably fuck Larry from the movie. Okay. All right. Just because, all right, he's a good looking man, but I don't think and I he's can like, stand to like, and he's like a nineties rocker. My... He's like a nineties rocker. He yeah, looks like, um, but I don't... he looks like Jared Leto. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Um, I, I don't think I could like stand to share my life with him because if you're married to him, you're gonna have to have conversations with him, and I think he's a little too vapid in the movie. Yeah, the book version, he's got a lot more substance. So yeah, you like to get into his mind. There's like a hundred-page chapter of him just walking through a tunnel, and it's like, oh, all right, that's Larry's mind. Shout out to Larry. Yeah, <laughs> bad Larry. That's what we'll call him. Bad Larry. Oh, bad Larry. <laughs> all right, so, um, I feel like I'm always the one getting the fuck Mary kills here. What about you? Obviously, you're gonna fuck Tom Cullen. <laughs> <laughs> obvious, obvious pick. I'm gonna kill. I'm gonna kill like um, movie obvious. Larry, and then we're gonna. 
I'm gonna marry Bad Larry. See, see, he is the logical one to to marry yeah. because you'll have a lot to have conversations about. He's he's got depth. Yeah, shout out to Book Larry, Book Larry for the kill, uh, Book Larry for the marry. No, I was gonna say Book Larry for the kill, but like you know what I meant. <laughs> but though, right? no, yeah. yes. So shout out to yes, him. Uh, call us um, if you're if you're Book Larry, if you exist. Call me. Yeah, call me. Yeah. And, oh. and uh, you know what, Movie Larry, if like you, you just. You know, you want to rebuttal? You want to, like, argue with me? Uh, um, feel free to also call me. So, fun fact, um, that guy is totally... The guy that played Movie Larry, totally in an episode of um, Sexy Crimes uh, Law & Order. Law & Order? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Uh, well, you know, we're going to find that episode. We're going to watch it. And um, I don't know we'll, what era... Whatever, like Law and Order, Sexy Crimes. This, this is like early, or is this like? Ooh, it's early. It's early, and he there's like it, he had been in prison for. Susp- he he would he was recently released from prison and stuff like that, and yeah, he's he's a weird weird character, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we still got like Christopher Maloney on it. So shout out to shout out to that. Yeah. <laughs> shout out shout out to uh, Christopher Maloney. Um friend of the podcast <laughs> we he's gonna pick help. us up he's gonna he's gonna pick us up in his helicopter and he's gonna take us to uh i don't know like our next um like secret destination who knows Ooh. destination unknown yeah ruby 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 soho <laughs> oh my god that is so fantastic oh my god um so we had a dog at work um whose name was ruby and i seriously i opened her door to let her out into her outside run i was trying to get her out in the morning so i could clean up her inside kennel and she like didn't go out quickly so i was like come on ruby soho go outside shout out shout out to ruby and speaking of ruby who was a character (laughs) on supernatural which is tied into bloody mary um shall we get into the um Shall we talk about, because you want to do like a supernatural corner right now? You want to do like a supernatural smackdown? I feel like you should get into the lore behind Bloody Mary, and then we can bring in the supernatural lore to it, because they have some interesting takes on it that I enjoyed. All right, so um, let's let's get into the truth. The truth, it's out there somewhere. And well, one time I was at a bar that had a mirror behind it, and I did say Bloody Mary three times, and the cocktail appeared. So yes, yes. Uh, but seriously, our hot research—yes, a hot, hot research—has traced this urban legend of Bloody Mary back to the astroturfy Brady Bunch-esque days of the '70s, when us dumb Americans didn't have the internet to entertain us, and we had to find joy elsewhere. Yes, elsewhere, like with pet rocks, and well, uh, chanting Bloody Mary at slumber parties. Pillow fight! (laughs) (laughs) As I aforementioned, the participant enters a darkened room with a lit candle. Like a little, I don't know, like those like long can. What do they call? You're a candle lady, so like what is a long candle called? A taper? A taper? Like like I'm talking about like it's on like an old like Charles Dickens type candlestick thing? Yes. Candlestick? Traditionally that would be a taper. Okay, a taper. Also known as a candlestick. Yeah, I like um, taper. yeah, Yeah, taper candles because they start out... They, they kind of taper down. Yeah. So, uh, oh, yeah, top. you get those like, little, yeah. like, wax ridges. Like, I don't know what to call them. I don't know. You're the pro. Well, you can have that style taper, um, but you can have just a straight mm-hmm. taper as well. Like, I, I offer both. I, I recently got a mold that spirals. It's a taper that's 
it's all spiraled. It's Ooh, cool shout looking. Out, shout out to candles. All right. So anyway. Yeah. Um, the participant enters a darkened room with a lit candle, tapered or not tapered. We don't know. Any can will do. Yeah. Um, they will then engage yep. in a form of captromancy. Are you feel? Are you familiar with captromancy? Ooh, no. This is when you gaze into a mirror in some attempt to gain some insight. Ooga. Oh my god, I just didn't know the name of it. Okay, yeah. Um, this is very, like, scrying mirror type stuff. Like, um, you can have antique mirrors that become, like, scrying mirrors that enable you to see, um, basically into, like, another realm and stuff. It's very yeah. interesting. It happens on, um... The first episode of She-Ra, Princess the Power. Um, oh, really? The, the the weird, like, falcon lady has a mirror that goes to, like, Etheria. But that that they walk through and stuff, right? A scrying mirror doesn't allow you to actually interact. It just allows you to see things that well, you wouldn't normally see with your naked eye. Well, I don't know. I mean, like, maybe. Maybe if you look hard enough, you will, like, open up a gateway. Who knows? We don't know. Well... I got to say, um, so one of my experiences with a scrying mirror um, was at one of our, like, routine ghost hunts um, at a place that we go regularly with my little crew. Shout um, out to that little crew. And, yeah, I'm, I'm trying not to, like, give too much detail because I don't want anybody to get in trouble for anything. But so there's this house on Cape Cod that we go to. It's, um, you know, whatever, that we go to that has an interesting history to it and we've gotten a lot of different activity at and um our main like ghost hunter per se she's like the one that's like really involved in it she has a lot of different tools like she's got the emf reader she's got like all hold kinds on hold of stuff. on sorry is it kristen wig <laughs> i wish no <laughs> <Melissa McCarthy. laughs> but anyway thor <laughs> Ooh, thor. <laughs> thor with a wig a lady wig no <laughs> but anyway she has a drag thor <laughs> <laughs> She has an antique mirror that has been, like, purposed as a scrying mirror that she was actually given by somebody. And it's just this little mirror, and I've actually been the one to use it at our ghost hunting events. And um, there is one room in this house upstairs that we usually start off the night in because we usually get, like, benevolent energy there. Like, that's where we get a lot of EMF readings, and um, we've gotten, like, flashlight um, stuff going oh, on, yeah. which is really interesting because if you have a mag light that's all the way off and it's turning on in response to questions, it's very interesting. Um, and so, hold on, hold on, I have a question. Yeah. Have you ever asked a fuck Mary kill to a ghost? I have not. No, because we you should the information should. that we've gained about this house is that there's like small children that we're most likely talking to. Okay, well, find a house with like some like horny adults, like ghost <laughs> adults, and just be like, hey, fuck Mary kill Ben Franklin, <laughs> Abe Lincoln, Thomas Jefferson. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> so see, anyway, be like blink, blink three times if you want to fuck. Thomas Jefferson. Oh, like God. twice if you want to marry Thomas Jefferson. And like once if you want to kill him. Oh, no. oh Jesus Christ. That's what we're going to do. What do you think? Do you think we should do it on our next uh, ghost hunt? Uh, I'll try. I'll try, but it's probably right. not going to go very well. Anyway. We'll, get, so we'll the, get some hot video for you. It's coming. So in this upstairs bedroom, we have had interaction <laughs> that seems very cat-like. Like 
there's a bed. Like Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman? Not really, but like just actual cat-like. So basically there's like a bed and we've gotten, we've gotten like EMF readings where it will blip and then it will blip in a different spot. And usually it will be a sustained like reading that you get when there's interaction instead of like blipping here and blipping there. And it's almost like it's like playing with the light. Yeah. And so I've actually brought it up before. I'm like, I feel like this is a cat. This seems very much like we're dealing with a cat here and whatever. So when she got the scrying mirror and she had me try it out in the upstairs bedroom, I actually saw the face of a Siamese cat in the mirror. <gasps> it was Hold very on. trippy. Hold on, like I like, so, like I don't mean to like sidebar, but I always wonder about like animal ghosts. Like we never like hear about like ghost bees or like yeah. ghost, like mosquitoes. So. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm interested. I'm interested in that, like, that realm of ghosts. Like, who knows? Like, there there literally could be, like, trillions of ghost insects around you at any given time. That's like, horrifying. N- not just, like, not just living insects, which are probably all around you at any given time, but ghost insects. So, yeah. you're never alone. Very, like, very horrifying. Thank you Yeah, for we that. are not alone. <laughs> so, I don't know. Think, think about it. Think, think about, like, the tiny amoebas that are looking at you from, like, your glass of water that has amoeba dysentery in it. Um, I don't know if I have a response to that, but I'm going to just <laughs> drink some more rum, thank you. <laughs> yeah, take, oh, well, the rum will kill mm-hmm. the amoeba dysentery, so That's you'll be That's where okay. I'm going but, with the rum. Yep. But there could be a ghost amoeba dysentery, which is not going to affect you at all because it's a phantom. If there's any amoeba dysentery anywhere in my house, I hope it's a ghost version. Because if there's non-ghost version yeah, amoeba dysentery, I am obviously not keeping up with my house cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> it's a phantom. It has no effect on a living organism, but it's there. Oh, good. We're surrounded by ghost diseases. <laughs> Hot scoop. We're just Hot like scoop. swimming in a soup of ghost diseases and amoebas. Yeah. Like, like it's just, we don't see it, but it's there. It's just there. Like, trillions of years of um, <laughs> ghost disease. <laughs> ghost gonorrhea. Ghost. Ooh, that. Everything. That sounds messy. <laughs> but it's not, because we don't see it. <laughs> anyway. You don't have to clean it up. <laughs> so... <laughs> To get us back on topic. So that was my interesting, like, involvement with the scrying mirror. I thought that was very cool. It was really, really trippy. And obviously Bloody Mary, not the same thing as a scrying mirror, but has to do with mirrors and what? Yeah, and mirrors are a gateway. They're a gateway portal or wh- whatever. Because, like, like, you know what? Think, it, think about a mirror. A mirror is capturing an image of you. Mm-hmm. Does it have access to your soul? Ooh. Yeah. Like it it's it's basically like like drawing you, reflecting you, but can it see more that we don't know about? Is there more to a mirror? Is there more to a mirror? That is the question. And before we get there, we're gonna get into more of this lore. You ready for the lore? Yes. Actually, can we pause for a moment? Yeah. We can do like a hot pause. Yeah, I need a hot pause, sorry. All right, hot pause.
ready to hear what other folklore experts searching for the origins behind the legend of Bloody Mary came up with. Are you ready to hear their theories? All right, Bring so. on the theories. All right, so one popular ritual, even predating Bloody Mary herself, involved the act of walking up a flight of stairs backwards, holding a candle and a hand mirror in a darkened house, and as you reached the top step and sneaked a peek into the mirror, you would see the face of your future husband, assuming this was a task only performed by young dames. Hmm. However, however, hold on, occasionally... Some gals claim to see the face of a skull representing the Grim Reaper, meaning they would die before they ever married off, or even worse, becoming a dreaded multi-cat owning spinster. Ooga. Ooh. <laughs> Was this a knock at Jillian? <laughs> Who is not a spinster hey. now? Now you like now you're like um like you're like hus- I was gonna say wifed up, but your husband did it up. <laughs> <laughs> but not technically. There's no ring on it yet, but I mean, no. if you like the, it, then you should have put a ring on it. Well, I mean, we do have a mortgage together, so I feel like that's more permanent yeah. than a ring. <laughs> mortgage, marriage, same difference. Yeah. Um, so, fun fact: um, this is yeah. not really having to do with anything with Bloody Mary or anything. But since you brought up my um, relationship status, um, seven years ago today, uh, our friend Jen hosted the game night where Jay and I originally met for the first time. Oh, hot scoop. Hot <laughs> right? scoop. So we have officially oh, yeah. known each other for seven years as of today. Yeah. Um, seven's a lucky number. Lucky number Slevin, the movie. With, uh, <laughs> Something Josh like Hartnett. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, yeah. So that was uh, my fun shout- fact of Yeah. Today. Shout out to our um, podcast scientist. Also, the boyfriend of... Uh, our host, Jillian Buck. So, yeah. Um, yes. She lays where the data is. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very weird way Sleeping of with it, the data. Okay. So, it, all right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> that just makes me sound like I'm screwing a Star Trek character. I, I, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, data. Uh, the the robot. Yeah. The robot. <laughs> the robot. The Roomba. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, I'm sorry, but... Um, when I listen to your other podcast with Kat, the a very special podcast, um, I, she does totally like take offense to the way that you say robot and the fact that you say robot. And there's been several episodes that I've listened to where she's trying to correct you and she's like, robot. And you're like, robot. <laughs> All right. And I find it, I find it hilarious because that's one of your weird pronunciation things that I find so endearing because it just reminds me of Futurama. Yeah. So, uh, robot or robot? Robots? Robot. Robots or robots? Robot. 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 Dome Amagato, Mr. Rubidoux. 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 Are you ready? Are you ready for for some Freudian slips? Uh, Speaking of Freudian slips, all right. Hot scoop. Hot scoop. A unique, quite Freudian take on the legend of our Bloody Mary by folklorist Alan Dundas. Dundies? Dundas? Suggests... I, I read it Dundies when I first read it, but yeah, I think that has to, to do Scott. with the... Yes. <laughs> 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 uh, 
but anyway, he suggests that the story is an initiation ritual into womanhood. He notes that the Bloody Mary legend revolves around blood suddenly appearing, and that the ritual... And we're going here, we're going here. We're getting to a period joke right now. Yep. The ritual typically takes place in a bathroom with girls who are right on the edge of puberty. So basically, you're saying this is um, like a... Um, Bloody Mary is like a euphemism for somebody having their period for the first time. Like, but how is my question? Like, I just need to know, like, how? Like, do you just, like, I, as a lady, have you, like, suddenly been, like, a day or two before your, like, first period? I'm like, I have, like, a weird itch just to go into the bathroom and do, like, a weird, like, ghostly ritual to call on upon a spirit. Maybe have her slash my face. But you know what? She might miss my face and hit my... <laughs> no. Pee-pee? I... Like, what do young girls call their vagina? A pee-pee? Like, what, 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 is, what did you call it when you were, like, um, on the verge of uh, puberty? Vagina. Okay. You were very uh, sci- scientific with your terms. <laughs> Technical. Yeah, my mother never, like, my, my mother didn't do the whole, you know, weird names for different body parts. She used to say, like, tinkle and like stuff. Like, hoo-hoo or something? Yeah, like, she used to say, like, oh, do you need to tinkle, if, like, for bathrooms and stuff like that. But, like, she never did the whole... Oh, you're weeby or anything like that. It was like very. These are clinical names. This is your vagina. (laughs) I I feel like uh, the whole Freudian thing wasn't necessarily having to do with the whole going into the bathroom and looking in the mirror. It was like going into the bathroom and finding something unexpected and scary relating to blood. Which, as a girl getting her first period, that could be a very realistic thing yes. because oftentimes, especially back in the day, you might not know a lot about what's going to happen and when with your body because there wasn't a lot of science behind anything. So, you know, people weren't really preparing their young kids for it. All I can think of is Carrie and how she like gets her period for the first time in the shower at school and she doesn't expect it because she has no idea what it is. And she freaks out. She thinks she's dying. Do you think it could be like a traumatic flashback maybe? Well, yeah. It could just be like a euphemism for, you know, something traumatic relating to blood happening in the bathroom. Like unexpected and traumatic happening to a young girl. That's totally like a period thing. Yeah. and But like this is getting very like relating to one gender. But like it's like. As a, as a male, like, the male perspective, like, I heard about this legend. Like, I don't have, like, like a, a blood equivalent. So, like, I kind of, like, wonder. Well, because it evolved over the years. That's the thing. Like, it okay. started out, it could have started out as. Period related. Period related. And then it evolved right. into just, like, a ghostly Well, yeah, thing. because, I mean, you think about it and, like, any um, word of, you know, any, like, um, oral history that gets handed down gets twisted over time. So you end up with very different perspectives of things that are obviously false, but that actually had a base in something realistic. Yeah, all right. So So I think that's where the whole Freudian thing is coming into play. All right, do you want to get a little historical then? Oh, yeah. So, like, Bring there, there, may, there, there may be something behind this. Like, maybe it's not Freudian at all. Like, maybe it's not psychological. Maybe it's not related to, like, the changing bodies of humans. Like, maybe... Maybe people just created this to scare other people. So are you, are you ready for this? Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Bring it to on. To hear about wrecking havoc on, on us, like the living. 
Ooh, yeah. All right. Are you familiar with Queen Mary the First? I feel like I should be, but I'm probably not. All right. I, well, I sucked at history. Like historically, historically, she is actually referred to as Bloody Mary. Like that's her nickname. She's not like Mary Queen of Scots, is she? No, but she's coming up though. She, this girl's coming up. All right. So, um, so okay. Queen Mary the First. She was a shitty person. Let's just say she was mm -hmm. horrible. Uh, she's obviously from that area, like the United Kingdom. And she she was responsible, like solely responsible for burning 300 Protestants at the stake for wanting to make England a more Catholic country. Okay, that sounds realistic. But this, this gets wilder. So like, why is this related to blood? Like, why do they call it Bloody Mary? Not just because of that, but there was another reason. There's another reason, girl. So, unfortunately, hmm. although she did bring, like, a lot of death into the world, she was unable to bring life into the world. Ooh. Ooh. So, yeah. So, she possibly had a false pregnancy where she actually physically believed that she was pregnant. Oh, they call that, like, the layman's term, I think, is hysterical pregnancy. Yes. Because your body actually goes through the motions, like, it acts like it's actually pregnant, but you're, there's no baby there. She physically looked like she was pregnant, like, she was, like, growing in the abdomen region. Like, she wasn't, like, getting, like, bulky anywhere else, but she was actually, like... Yeah, you actually, like, stop having your period, yeah. and, like, you go through all the, like, hormonal changes, and everything just like you're pregnant just there's no child yeah so uh, all of her medical companions all of her medical assistants the doctors of the time they all like examined her and they said she's pregnant like this woman is pregnant she's about to give birth and as they got closer to like the expected birth date um they were like how are you feeling she's like i can feel like the fetus moving inside of me and they believed it and everything and when she was a few weeks away from um like the birth date, the expected birth date, uh, doctors prepared her for birth, but the baby never came. The, that baby never fucking came. And soon, like, right, like, as the days went on, like, Mary's stomach just began to, like, the swelling just started to recede. Just, like, it just started getting to, like, like a normal belly. And it turned out she was never actually pregnant. Like, girl, girl was never pregnant. This girl was never pregnant. Damn. Yeah, like, how? But hold on. A short time later, a few years later, it happened again. <laughs> it happened again. Well, that's the thing. Like, um, what they call hysterical pregnancy tends to happen to, like, women who have either, like, miscarried several times or have been trying a long time and haven't actually been able to conceive. They will go through, like, they, they can go through, like, a hysterical pregnancy, which is the worst name ever, but it basically, you're body like tricks itself into thinking it's pregnant because you've been trying to be pregnant for so long it's like having to do with a psychological thing affecting how your body actually is working yeah like you're willing something into existence exactly but, yeah so it doesn't surprise me that she would go through it more than once but her second false pregnancy um it, it, it was very convincing. Obviously, she thought she was pregnant again, but mm -hmm. she died in the middle of it. So she Ooh. never actually gave birth. She died. So I don't know. But I, I guess she was never actually pregnant. They would have, like, found something. Who knows? But uh, well, it was, like, 1558 or something. So they... Yeah, yeah I mean, there wasn't, like, autopsy. So who knows if she actually was or not. But the reason why she gets linked up with the Bloody Mary legend is because one of 
one of the theories of behind Bloody Mary is that Bloody Mary is actually seeking out, I guess, like the soul of her child. Ooh, interesting. So when you go into the mirror and say, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, mm-hmm. she appears. She's like searching for her long lost daughter or son. Interesting. And she thinks your soul is that child. So she tries to, so she tries to claim She's just it. a mother looking so for that, a child kind of thing. Yeah. And interesting, which is, um, this is all based on um, a Queen Mary or something, right? You said? Uh, it's Yeah, it's based on Queen Mary the First. So the first Queen Mary. Yeah, which is interesting because one of the things that I was reading up on this um, said that the tale emerged from British folklore in the 1700s, which totally links up with if there was like this queen that it like originated from. So I, I enjoy that linkage. Yes, but we also have another linkage. Uh, you, you previously oh, yeah. mentioned her, uh, Mary, Queen of Scots. She's also tied in with this Ooh. legend. So uh, unlike the other woman on the list, Mary, Queen of Scots, was not believed to cause much bloodshed. It just seemed to happen around her. So she was kind of like a bad luck charm. She was like the anti-rabbit's foot. Mm-hmm. Uh, her ill-advised marriage to her cousin. Yeah, she married a cousin. Uh, why not? That was pretty common uh, back in the day. Yeah, the Earl of Darnley. Uh, he turned sour when he stabbed a man 56 times in front of a pregnant Mary. Following the vicious murder, though, Darlin, Dar- I'm sorry, Darnley, not Darlin. Darnley died mysteriously. So, so basically, Mary married Darnley. Darnley stabbed the man 56 times. And then Darnley died mysteriously. Hmm. Wild stuff. While there was never any proof, fingers, like, they started to look at Mary Queen of Scots, like, is she responsible? Mm. But after even, like, like more to tarnish her name, Mary scooped up her infant son, John, later to become the King of England, and traveled to her cousin, Queen Elizabeth I, uh, to beg for protection. Elizabeth feared there would be an uprising for the, uh, Mary Queen of Scots to take over her throne. So she had Mary thrown in jail. Uh, Mary then was imprisoned for 19 years, and due to more conspiracies whispered in Elizabeth's ear and a few elaborate escape plans on Mary's part, she was sentenced to death by beheading. Unfortunately, hold on, they could not successfully behead her. Like, it took multiple times. Like, they had to do this, like, a bunch of times before she finally died. And it's possible this gruesome death and all the bloodshed that seemed to surround her entire life just kind of willed her as Bloody Mary to existence. It's just like, all right, she had this like horrible life. Her husband was, her husband stabbed somebody 56 times, then died. And then like this weird shit happened with her kid. And then, I don't know, like she was arrested and they tried to behead her, but they couldn't do it. So like she was just, she was pissed. She was a pistol. It happened. Which I gotta say, um, so this is very random, but (laughs) all I can think of with Mary Queen of Scots is um, there is (laughs) a Monty Python album that my my sister has on CD um, and has had on CD since I was fairly young. And used to, I used to listen to it a lot, which is probably has a lot to do with my damaged psyche. But um, there's this one skit on it that's just <laughs> um, this guy says, "You are Mary, Queen of Scots," and this guy pretending to be a woman goes, "I am," and they like 
stab her or something like i it was just a an audio recording it was just like <laughs> you know somebody like dying or whatever and somebody says like something like oh and she's dead then or something like that and she's like no i'm not and they do it again and again and again <laughs> it's like it's so obviously it's a takeoff on her death you know and the fact that they tried to behead her several times and it was not working but like it that is all I can think of. When anybody says Mary Queen of Scots, all I can think of is, you are Mary Queen of Scots? I am! <laughs> like, and then she's, <laughs> she's dead. No, I'm not! <laughs> like, oh, it's so bad. Uh, my my brain is not right. So <laughs> No, but like, I, I see what you're saying. Like, because if that was me, if I was Mary Queen of Scots, and it's like, they're gonna kill you for like, no reason, basically. Like, right. they're just gonna kill you because you're a lady that, I, I don't know, like, people die around you, like, weird shit happens. Um, I'm gonna be pissed too, I'm gonna be a vengeful bitch. And, like, they, I don't know, they drop the guillotine like six times and it does nothing, it just fucking bounces off your neck and shit. It's because they didn't sharpen it ever. Yeah, well, yeah, probably. And it, it was like, jagged, jagged little pill, thrill, or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Alanis Morissette's trying to sing about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, may- oh, maybe that inspired her. <laughs> mm. So it's just like, yeah, I'd be a vengeful bitch too. And like, you know what? If like people said my name in front of a mirror, I'm going to appear and I'm going to be like, fuck you. It's all your fault. You should have saved me kind of thing, right? Yeah, I can get on board with that. Yes. And like, you know what? Like you're a ghost. You're dead. <laughs> you might as well just live it up. Just, be a- <laughs> just live it up. Sorry. Just- <laughs> that was a bad time. <laughs> Dead it up, dead it up, maybe. <laughs> yep, something like that. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's an interesting, um, like, possible origin. Take. So, there's other possible origins, um, like Mary Worth is one of the supposed evil yeah. spirits. Um, that tell me about Mary Worth. I'd love to hear about Mary Worth. What does she want? <laughs> <laughs> about five cents. No, um. <laughs> <laughs> so she was a lady in the 1800s of course she was worth five cents <laughs> five six pence none the richer <laughs> oh kiss me <laughs> nice <laughs> into the milky twilight <laughs> oh my god i think you know more of the lyrics than i do that's so great um <laughs> that's as much as i know okay fair enough <laughs> Kiss me into the milky twilight. <laughs> What's that for? Like she's all that or something? She's all that. Oh, Freddie Prince Jr. Aw. <laughs> yeah. Um. So sorry, sorry my I was gonna. Oh, Rachel Cook. Rachel I have Cook. No Rachel idea. Lee Cook. Rachel Lee Cook is the girl. No idea. The girl with the glasses who becomes hot when you take them off. Okay. Inspiring women with glasses everywhere. To take off their glasses and not be able to see. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So. And fall and fall into the arms of Freddie Prince Jr. and or and or Matthew Lillard. Yeah, I don't know. I I would have taken Freddie Prince. But you know what? Wise over. But if you can't see, maybe Matthew Lillard is handsome. Who knows? (laughs) It's true, but he was kind of a douche canoe in that movie, so hmm, that's what I'm basing my assessments on. But but I think he had a car, so he like he could take you places. He was also like supposedly a celebrity because he was on like a oh the real world. He was on like the real world or something. Yes, yeah, he was on some (laughs) stupid like real world whatever road rules challenge. The gun I, I was just thinking that and I didn't say it. Oh my god, it's so great. This is why we're friends. We yes. like ha- we share pieces of a brain, I swear. Yeah. Um so Mary Worth, um <laughs> let's get back to her. Oh yeah, Mary Worth, I forgot about her. So she like lived a long time ago and she was supposedly this super 
beautiful girl and she like spent all kinds of time just admiring herself in the mirror which if you look at any type of like folklore or anything that's never a good sign because you know they're going to meet with their doom if they like spend a lot of time looking at their own reflection um but basically she had like this terrible accident and it left her like super disfigured so her parents were like "Mm, yeah you're not allowed to ever look in a mirror ever again because we don't want you to see how disfigured you are and so like there was one night she was like okay well you know what i'm gonna wait until everybody goes to bed And I am going to go and sneak into a room with a mirror and look at myself because I can't stand it anymore. I have to look at my face. And then as soon as she did that and she saw her face, she like broke down into screaming sobs and stuff because she couldn't bear the thought of not looking beautiful anymore. And she was like heartbroken and she wanted to look like the way she used to look. But, you know, back then there wasn't, you know plastic surgery or anything so dr Antonella wasn't born yet yeah so um <laughs> so the lore is that she walked into the mirror to find her old reflection um and oh. so she was uh, maybe she ended up in Etheria with she-ra the princess of power right yeah so she just like walked into this fucking mirror and she's like i vow to disfigure anybody that comes along and um, looks for me in the mirror. So anybody that like comes along to a mirror and is like, yo, where did Mary Worth go? I'm going to come along and just like fucking ream the shit out of their face and just disfigure them because I want to live in my mirror and find my old beautiful self. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's like one of the potential origin stories of Bloody Mary. I think it's a valid one. Like the, that seems like the most valid of the three thus far. It's it's interesting. But of course, there's also like the standard, the three, you know, you have to say Bloody Mary three times. Um, there's also different numbers like this. The one that I was reading about that referenced Mary Worth said seven. Well, do, do you want to hear a, a popular play on Mary Worth? Okay. Are you familiar with Mary Bloodsworth? This is also another popular theory about Bloody Mary. Like they just added the word Ooh. bloods in front of Worth. So hold on. Okay. All right. This gets, this is more local to like where we used, like where I used to live, where you live, mm-hmm. Boston. So this goes up, like this shoots up to Massachusetts. So like, you know how we love a good Massachusetts lore. So here we go. You ready for this? Always. All right. Yep. Well, first of all, M- Mary Bloodsworth sounds like a fake ass name, but I don't it know. really we're does. Just, we're going to ignore that. So at the, ba- the Boston Latin School in Boston, Massachusetts, obviously, the very first school opened in the New World. People have always claimed that Bloody Mary can be seen in the bathroom mirrors of the school. She was always described as standing, looking out the mirror with a bloody dress on and several rusty chains draped around her neck and shoulders. All right. So up the hill behind the school is a very old graveyard with a lot of tombstones. But most have been there so long you can't see the names anymore, which makes sense because like I've ever been to um, Berry Hill in Plymouth, you can't read the names anymore. Yep, they're all. They're, it's true. You really. They're can't. so fucking faded. There's a lot on the Cape like that too. Yeah. it's great. It's so fucking faded. But it is said there, there in the graveyard, is where a witch was hung and buried in the 1740s. Which do they still like hang witches in the 1740s? I feel like they didn't, but who knows? I think they did. I mean, probably. No, I think they probably did. Well, uh, I think that was like an ongoing thing for a long time, and we only know about like when it was like the thing to do. When it was a That's fad. 
Yeah, when we we hear about when it was a fad, but we don't hear about like the oh well, it went all the way into like the 1800s, you know. <laughs> all right. So, so, anyways, at one of the trials around this time, the old transcripts, which I couldn't find a link to, but the old transcripts say that a woman was hung for making her neighbors' cows go dry, and for running a 20-year-old woman crazy, and for causing her to throw herself into the nearby river and drown. The witch's name was Mary Bloodsworth, and she was hung on Christmas Day, 1741, near Boston Latin School, by a rope around her neck until she was dead. She was tried three days before she was hung, and 11 of her neighbors testified against the old woman. At the time, yes girls, at the time, Mary Bloodsworth was buried. It was believed that if you buried a witch wrapped in chains, that the witch's ghost could not come back and bother anyone. However... It's strange that down through the years that when the old woman's ghost was seen in the mirrors of the school, that she was wrapped in chains. Hmm. It was also said that the witches were always wrapped in chains and buried facing down. So, I don't know. I don't know what the significance of that is, but they had to throw that in that into my research. Yeah, I don't know about the significance of the facing down. Maybe it had something to do with, like, facing hell or something like that. But the wrapped yeah. in chains thing, I could totally see, like... If you look at some of the stuff that they bring up in Supernatural, the TV show, which I know is not, like, the greatest source of things, but, like, also they they do a fair amount, they do keep in a fair amount of things that are, like, you know, well-known. So, like, the, the salt yes. thing, you know, being a combatant of the Supernatural, um, and iron. Iron is supposedly a big thing. Iron helps us play. <laughs> So, um, like, iron chains, I could see, like, that being the theory, like, iron chains, you know, keeping whatever supernatural witch or whatever at bay because they're bound in it and they can't escape it. Yes, yeah, so, I don't know, like, for maybe... Because that's a big thing in supernatural is, like, iron against, like, you know, ghosts and shit. Well, all right, my take on this is that, all right, so she was hung near the Boss Latin School. There's a graveyard near there. Mm -hmm. she was buried face down, chained. Her soul can't be unleashed upon the world. However, she, I guess maybe her soul, like, found some nearby portal, a mirror in the Boston Latin School, which is, like, her only, like, gateway to the world. So she's, like, trying to escape, but maybe she can't. Okay. But, however, maybe, like, if you say her name somewhere, maybe mirror, mirrors... There's there's definitely like a spookiness to mirrors because yeah they can be quite creepy. May, maybe all mirrors are connected. We don't know. Like who knows? Well, that be. actually kind of brings you into the whole the supernatural thing. The episode about Bloody Mary, um, which is basically yes, yeah. I'm ready for this. <laughs> I am ready for this because I think I think there's some fact to this because obviously <laughs> they didn't just make this shit up on the whim. This was very well researched. And they thought about this for years, and they researched this topic thoroughly. <laughs> so, basically, <laughs> so this is from the Supernatural Wiki. It's kind of like a breakdown of the plot and everything of this, this specific episode. Take us away, Jill. <laughs> so, it says, in suburban Ohio, a group of partying high school teens jokingly dare their friend Charlie... Um, to in my favorite kind of teens, just <laughs> to look into the mirror and repeat "Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary," not knowing this will unleash a series of mysterious murders. Sam and Dean realize that Bloody Mary has the power to travel through all reflective surfaces when she is hunting a victim. 
Worried that teens are accidentally summoning Bloody Mary, Sam and Dean race to destroy the violent spirit before she can kill again. Which this, um, this from what I remember, um, this specific episode, uh, well, um, so it, it deals with um, a death of Mary Worthington. Oh, sound very familiar, Mary Worth. Oh, Boom. Oh. So she. He, so Dean starts researching all the deaths of uh, women called Mary who died in front of a mirror um, and finds uh, the death in Indiana of Mary Worthington. Um, and they basically, um, they go to Indiana and they talk to like the detective that worked on her case. Um, and so she was somebody um, who, she was like 19 Somebody broke into her apartment, murdered her, and cut out her eyes with a knife. Um, and she died in front of a large mirror. But she tried to um, spell out her killer's name, but only managed, like, four letters or whatever. Um, and there was, like, somebody suspected of the murder that had the same first three letters and blah, blah, blah. Oh. So um, they figure out that this isn't necessarily somebody chained to one mirror which they had dealt like with before there was like some spirit that was trapped in a specific mirror this one was like bouncing from any reflective surfaces so um they like figured out it was a different type of entity and um they ultimately solved it and whatever and like found the real killer of this entity that was like bouncing from mirror to mirror and like caused her to go to rest and everything, whatever. Um, or, you know, self-destruct. <laughs> um, they basically summon her to a specific mirror and like Dean smashes the mirror <laughs> while she's physically in it. Um, and thus killing the, the spirit and whatever. But it was very, it was a very interesting take on the whole thing. And I enjoyed the fact that they kept in, a variation of Mary Worth, since that's one of the, like, supposed origin stories. Yeah. Yes. Like, they changed it a little bit. Like, they called her Mary Worthington, but you can kind of see through that, so. And then, and then after that, Dean and Sam went back to the hotel, and they fucked, because Wincest is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that image of Dean and Sam <laughs> fucking each other, because... All I want is really the the vision of Dean um, either eating pie or, you know, lip syncing Eye of the Tiger because it's gorgeous and beautiful and it, no one can take that from me. You mean you haven't accidentally gone onto Tumblr and stumbled upon the Wincest like subgenre of no. uh, the supernatural fandom? <laughs> no, no, I have not. Hold on. And it's Hold a on. little scary that you have. It's, it's a little scary that I have, but hold on. Hot scoop, the two <laughs> actors who are on the show, mm -hmm. they embrace it. <laughs> well, they embrace a lot that goes along with the show. Did you know that the actor that plays Sam actually married the actress that plays Ruby? Yes. And wait, who plays Ruby? I forget. She was like. Is it Katie Ruby? Cassidy? I, I don't know the actress's there's name. There's like several people who have played Ruby because there's been like 11 Rubies. The original Ruby. Um, who, Who's the first Ruby? I forget at this point. She had like dark hair. She was very pretty. But okay, okay. it's funny because there was an episode. Well, actually, I think it was a two-parter where Dean and Sam end up like in a different reality where Supernatural is just a TV show. And they somehow like broke through oh, yeah. like a, a dimensional barrier. 
so they were no longer real people. They were like actors playing characters. And um, the entire time, like other people that are in the show just keep going, oh, well, at least they're talking because supposedly the two, like in that, that episode sequence, that yeah, realm. the two actors hate each other. So anytime that they're not acting together, they don't want anything to fucking do with each other. Oh, it's funny Ooh, because like in that. real life they are actually friends. So the entire oh, couple yeah. episodes, they're having wincest with oh, each God. other in real so, life. So like, <laughs> Dean has this because they actually bring into account the the actor that plays um, Ruby. She is in that episode as the. Um, wife of the actor who's playing Sam in that reality and Dean the guy that plays Dean is like dude you married Ruby what the fuck and like all this <laughs> shit and it's so funny and I, I just that's one of the like funny episodes that I was referring to it's just so great because the entire thing is just other people going well at least they're talking <laughs> it's like yeah shout out to Supernatural uh, so watch great. it on Netflix as soon as you can if, if you're the entire series is on Netflix it. Um, up to season 12, season 13. I'm just waiting on that to come on to Netflix because I I will fucking binge that all in a day. It could yep. be out by the time this episode airs, though. We, we don't That's true, that. and that would make me so fucking happy because I want to see the next season so bad. It would. Lady Jizz. <laughs> all right. Yep, Lady Jizz, like, just everywhere. Just, yeah. Yeah, it's it's glitter and unicorn <laughs> rainbows. and Sploosh, as they say in Archer. <laughs> Are you ready? Are you ready to talk about something that we should talk about next week? I think we should finally get to it. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, we have something from um, our scientist about this. I'm sorry. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right. Hot so. scoop from the scientist. When the info is blazing and our brains are shot, science smackdown is a very cool spot. Science smackdown, science smackdown. It's a fact. All right, so if you've listened to previous episodes of the podcast, we have a podcast scientist. He comes in. He offers his his uh, scientific facts and opinions about things we talk about. So what does he have? What does he have to say about Bloody Mary? Do we finally get his uh, take on it? This is his little blurb about Bloody Mary. I'll read it into the record. So he says, Legends struggle to maintain credibility when the source material becomes muddled with multiple points of origin. Ha! <laughs> we were just talking about that. So was it Queen Mary I whom appears in your mirror? Or is it the Hungarian Countess Elizabeth Bathory? Ooh, we don't Not know about her. Hold on, hold on, hold uh, on. Yeah, we don't do know you, about her. Do you have to go back to the drawing board? We may have to in a future episode. Yeah, um, hold on, hold on. Stay tuned for part two of this episode. Yes. We, what was her name? Elizabeth Bathory? Bathory. Um, B-A-T-H-O-R-Y. Bathory. Ooh, okay, All right, so we'll stay tuned for part two of um, Bloody Mary. Yeah. It gets bloodier. We may have to do three parts of this because, you know, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. Oh, yeah. And a bloody bath. <laughs> Ooh, yes. <laughs> um, perhaps it is a witch or a car accident victim, which is the one that I was talking about, I think. Um, or even the friendly Buddy Mary who just wants to be your pal. Ooh, yeah. Shout out to him. <laughs> or her. Or her. Her. <laughs> Uh, when the source is lost and cannot be reproduced, then fear not the folklore and instead indulge, uh, wait, 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 indulge in, <laughs> oh, I see. Sorry. Um, yeah, I'm having issues. Uh, so when the source is lost and cannot be reproduced, then fear not the folklore and instead indulge in the cocktail of the same name. 
so he is totally telling us to just fuck it all and drink a Bloody Mary. Yes, uh, I agree with Jay 100% emoji. <laughs> I, I think I'll chalk this up mostly as hogwash. It's just, it's a game. It's a dumb urban legend game. Yep. We, all, we all heard the stories. We all like said, oh, like David from the next town over got his finger cut off. But he really didn't get his finger. We don't even know who David is. We never met David. And if like things were happening, if like children were being maimed or murdered or missing or you'd, had their faces scratched off. You'd think that would it. be in the news. Like that would be like there would be pictures. Geraldo Rivera himself would be on fucking television talking about this. Like the satanic panic of fucking the 1980s. We would have heard about this. Yes. So. Yep. Uh, it's hogwash, but I do like I do like the lore behind it. The lore intrigues me, and that's lore is always intriguing. That, no always matter fun. what it's about, I feel like lore in general is always intriguing, and especially when they feature it on Supernatural, it makes it extra intriguing because there's gorgeousness involved. Yeah, like lore is fun. We love lore, so just lore, like lore us universe loras to clarify we do not love lore the basically evil data from star trek next gen he's a douche yeah fuck him um we like folklore yeah like folklore us folklore us yes and i said folk not fuck i said folk <laughs> yes <laughs> but hold on I, like, do you, do you have any like last minute thoughts on Bloody Mary? Do you have like anything you want to get off your chest? No. About about her or him? We don't know. It could be a him. We don't. You know. never know. I mean, it could be Bloody Marty. It could be. Well, Bloody I Marty. mean, have you ever <laughs> seen like? So this is very stereotypical, but like, you know, drag queens and shit, and they'll be like, "Oh, Mary," oh, yeah. you know, like they'll call people Mary yeah. and shit. So like. Maybe that has something to do with it. Ooh, never thought of that. It's a stretch. Like I don't, I don't think a monster being of a like a ghost or a human or is gonna jump out of your mirror and like slash you in the night and like cut off your finger or any other appendage. Or maybe do up some drag makeup for you. I mean, that could happen if like you're in the right mindset or the wrong mindset. Like if like you're really drunk and someone's like, "Hey, we should like really make you look like a." Miss Vanjie right now. And you're like, okay, like maybe I should look like Miss Vanjie. Then then maybe it could happen. And then you wake up the next morning, you're like, oh my God, you're looking fucking Medusa. There's snakes coming out of your hair and shit. <laughs> but you have, a, you have a fucking great Perfect. glitter dress on though. So, but, so it could happen. Oh yeah, glitter all the way, motherfucker. Yeah, so it could happen. Who knows? But I, I'm going to chalk yep. this up to as like hogwash. I'm kind of inclined to agree with you. Um, I, I do agree with our scientists. The whole lack of a, a definitive backstory makes it yeah. really hard to believe. It changes like through the years, like through the centuries. Yeah, like the backstory evolves based on the time frame, which makes it sound even more false. Yeah, like 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 like. So who would be like the modern day Bloody Mary? Like, do we have like a modern day Bloody Mary? Like, would it be like Mary Steenburgen? Like what? Like what would? Ooh, I don't know. I'm sure there's a Mary. <laughs> more recently that's been like horribly disfigured and would never look at herself in a mirror again that could be yeah i'm sure there's a lot i'm sure there's a lot yeah. of meth head marys out there right now just like roaming around <laughs> the countryside they're like meth head mary the new bloody yeah mary. it's just like if you if you like take three puffs of meth in front of a mirror <laughs> meth head mary yeah, who knows what will happen appears and <laughs> yeah. steals the rest of your meth <laughs> Yeah, she she appears. It, it's really just like your neighbor that's also a meth head. <laughs> yep. Because you know what, you're you live in like a shitty apartment, so like the the little like vent that's between your bathrooms, <laughs> the neighbor hears it, and then he runs over real quick and he grabs it. <laughs> <laughs> 
But you, all you see is like a quick blur in your mirror. <laughs> you go, yeah. oh my god, it's Beth and Mary. <laughs> so I don't know. We might have to do a YouTube video of that new skit. Yeah, new skit. Yeah, is that a new shit? New skit. Yep. <laughs> all right, but on a serious note. Yes. That all right? Do you think we should get into it next week? Because oh yeah, I am so ready for next week's yeah. topic. All right, heavy breathe. <sighs> All right, so we've been talking about this for a while. Deep there's a lot, there's been a lot of storms around me lately, and like I don't know how to explain them. Like it's summer, like I should be outside, like sun tanning, getting skin cancer. Um, yeah, I agree. But, it's been like cold and rainy and like really overcast here. It's a little fucking creepy, and I think it means somebody out there is controlling the weather. And how are they doing that, Patrick? Chemtrails. That's right, motherfucking sure. chemtrails. Yes, next week we're going to get down to the nitty gritty. The shit that is blocking our sun. You thought Mr. Burns did this in like season 8 of The Simpsons? With that weird fucking thing that like blocked out the sun and they shot him over it? No! It's even diabolical. It's more diabolical than that. It's fucking... Fuck yeah. Possibly being made from the ground based on that like video thing that we saw. Oh yeah, we we saw a new video. We are... New evidence has emerged in which there might be factories... So, yeah, we always thought it was from planes and jets and fucking TWAs and Malaysian flights. But no, hold on. This might be organized on the ground. There might be, like... Chemtrail factory, factories, bitch. Uh, paper mills. Yeah, paper mills. Any, anything that, like, produces smoke are producing yep. chemtrails. So, hold on. Take a deep breath. Get a... I, 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 I yeah. don't know. Like, don't go outside ever. Um, Just, like, breathe yeah, indoor like, air. Yeah, like, seriously, get a ventilator and shit because no one is safe. No one is yeah. safe from the chemtrails. Yeah, no one is safe. And they're changing their minds. They're killing our favorite celebrities. Yep. Oh, oh, oh. Hold on, hold on. Before we go, before we go, I... I I forgot to do a no bone zone. We have a no bone zone. Oh, yes. Is it too late to do a no bone zone? Nope. It's never too late for a no bone zone. Go on. All right. I got two, actually. All right. So the first no bone zone in the episode involving the Hoosack Tunnel and uh, the the tomb of Julia Lagar, I incorrectly said that the segment of Kill Bill Volume 2 in which Uma Thurman's character... Beatrix Kiddo, the bride, is buried alive. I re- I mistakenly refer to it as the cruel tutelage of Pyme. However, as soon as they listen to this, I slap myself in the face silly because it's actually called the Lonely Grave of Paula Schultz. That is the correct uh, segment of Kill Bill Volume 2. So I apologize as a huge, as a huge Kill Bill Volume 2 fan, I should be ashamed and I hope someone cuts my tongue off tonight because of that. I hope not because then it would make it really difficult for us to record future episodes. Robotics. Robotics. <laughs> Domi amigato, Mr. Robot. Robots. All right. And now you're ready yes. for uh, the second no bone zone, which is our correction in which there's no boning going on. It's just corrections. Yes. Bring it on. All right. All right. So this has come up several times in the podcast. Uh, if you listen to the episode involve in the lizard man of skateboard swamp i think it's like episode five or six or something Who knows? yeah it's it's early on all right so i said that uh taylor swift the acclaimed singer is possibly a candidate as being a lizard person or actually the lizard person of skateboard swamp mm-hmm. i got a correction i got a possible correction that taylor swift 
may be the snake person of West Cartrash Swamp, which who knows? I don't know. I don't know what this is. I got this came to us in Twitter, so I don't know. What what state is that in? I don't. I googled it. It doesn't exist. But this just might be like spam. But I don't know. It, it came in, and we have to question it. We have to. Yeah, we'll have to investigate. Yeah, we'll have to do some further investigations. Uh, is Taylor Swift actually a snake person? I, which I didn't even know was a thing. So now yeah. we're into whole. My mind we're is into blown. Whole thing. My mind is blown. So maybe next episode will not be about chemtrails. Maybe we'll be about snake people. Or are snake people causing the chemtrails? <laughs> Could be. And hold on, hold on. Uh, my friend, my dear friend, Ked Halstead, is going to a Taylor Swift concert tomorrow. So hold on. Should we send these burning questions to her? Or will she be... Will she be murdered? Will she be murdered if she asks these questions? Um, well, we may have to take that risk. I'm sorry, Kat, but, um, you know, we need to get to the bottom of this, and you might be our way to do that. Is is Taylor Swift a lizard person or a snake person? It would be good for our adoring fans to know. It would. All seven of, all seven of them are dying to know. Yes. So tweet us. It's true. Tweet us at Redway Mystery. Email us at where? I forget the email address. Redwinemysteries at gmail.com. Join our Facebook group, um, Red Wine and Mystery Stories. You can just search for that and you'll find us. Um, yeah. And um, give yeah, us find, a Yelp review. Oh, <laughs> Tell us that we yeah, are give hot us... and sexy. That we're... Are we even on Yelp? No, but why not? We can be if you want. Sure. <laughs> we'll, we'll you know what? You know what? Give a Yelp review to the Mystery Manor and tell them you had like a great, great stay. There you go. They took care of you. They fluffed your pillows. Left some mysterious chocolate. Reese's peanut butter cup. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, watch the skies. Deuces. Deuces.